0: Welcome to the 75th Chamber, this is Mike. Today we're going to have an array of topics. If it's in the news, I'm going to touch on it. So stick around, and let's talk. You know, it's very sad what happened to Kobe Bryant, his friends, and his daughter, and that horrific helicopter crash. When I heard the news, I was completely shocked. Such a young man, fresh out of retirement, to see his life lost. I was really lost for words. As a Boston fan living in Boston, I never really liked Kobe Bryant. He always kicked our asses. (laughs) But he's a man, a human, and my condolences to his family. But with every great tragedy, the assholes in the entertainment business just have to say something. And the assholes this week are Snoop Dogg and Gail King.
1: It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge which was dismissed in 2003-2004.
0: So there was an interview with Gail King and Lisa Leslie, one of Kobe Bryant's best friends. Now it's a valid question I ask, but is this the right time? In my opinion, it's not. Everyone is mourning Kobe Bryant, including his family and friends all the fans it's a great shock why would you bring up something that was dismissed or even bring up the case during a remembrance interview she says that it was taken out of context but she kept on pressing Lisa Leslie did she really think that Lisa was gonna say oh yes he was a sexual deviant get the fuck out of here Kim you're just interviewing people for shock value you don't want to remember Kobe so after that interview, this little rat-faced guy named Snoop Dogg decided to clap back
1: Gail King, out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why are y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? Funky dog head, bitch. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you.
0: How dare you attack us like that? Who did she attack? Snoop Dogg and his peoples? Nah, I don't think so. I think that what he was trying to do was start a little bit of an internal race war. His people against her people. And his people are going to come after her. Imagine that. Almost 50 years old and he still thinks he's a gangbanger. Can't go back into his own city because they'll jack him up. But this dude still thinks he's a gangbanger. If you're hanging out with Martha Stewart baking cupcakes, you're not a gangbanger. So shut the fuck up, Snoop. Now people took the quote, come get you, as a threat. And he was criticized by everyone and i'm sure oprah called dr phil dr phil called rachel ray rachel ray called martha stewart martha stewart called snoop dog and martha probably told him listen you gotta make things right or we're not gonna make tea and crumpets and weave baskets anymore saddened by the news he had to go on instagram and make another video
1: tops what i thought This big snoop dog here's a message for the people that need to know i'm a non-violent person when I said what I said, I spoke for the people who felt like Gail was very disrespectful towards Kobe Bryant and his family. Now, with that being said, what I look like wanted some harm to come to a 70-year-old woman. I was raised way better than that. I didn't want no harm to come to her and didn't threaten her. All I did was said, check it out. You out of pocket for what you're doing and we're watching you. Have a little bit more respect for Vanessa, her babies, and Kobe Bryant's legacy. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to do what I got to keep doing. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We're very non-violent. We just want to say that first and foremost. We speak from the heart. Some of you who have no heart don't understand that. But anyway, carry on and enjoy your day.
0: Yeah, he didn't mean nothing by that. That's what he meant to say, but it came out totally different. That happens all the time. When I say, hello, how are you? What I'm really saying is, go fuck yourself. I think it actually happens to all of us. So, Snoop, you get a pass on that one. But you're still an asshole for it. Now let's talk about the coronavirus, because that's all over the news wherever you look. So far, there's over 75,000 cases, over 2,000 deaths, and almost 15,000 recovered and discharged. China obviously has been hit the worst of 2006 deaths as of this recording, but many on the ground in China are saying that they are downplaying what is actually happening in that country. They claim that the numbers could be a lot higher. Those numbers don't include the ones that speak out against the country that have gone missing from reporters to whistleblowing doctors. By now, the country has probably sold their organs. I'm seeing videos of residents throwing their cats and dogs out windows. Others are putting surgical masks on their pets. Police are rounding up people and throwing them in cages like animals. They're nervous, I get it, but if the government just calmed down the people a little bit, things wouldn't be so hectic there. But something tells me that this is lab-grown, weaponized, and used for a reason. China's been trying to control their population for decades. Could this be another plan? It really wouldn't be the first time we've seen a government use chemical weapons of this sort on a population. Years ago, the government of the US came out with an H-bomb. And it's not the H-bomb we all know, this was a homosexual bomb. It was a gas sprayed over our enemies and once inhaled and ingested into their system, They became sexually attracted to the same sex. In time, they became irresistible to each other. This would've made it easier for our troops to attack the enemies because the enemy was too busy blowing each other. And once you start getting a blowjob, there's no stopping it. This also broke down the morale of the others. What are they doing out there? We better run. We have no defense. They're screwing each other. Let's go. It was a great plan by the Pentagon, but then they said they didn't use the bomb on anyone, that it was unethical, and we can't question it. We can't question many things. Just take Bill Gates' vaccines and shut the fuck up. Weaponized viruses were around before us, and they'll be here after us. I just don't trust the official story of the coronavirus. Is it China trying to control the population, or is it the US attacking China so it can't aid Iran? They don't know if it came from dinosaurs, octopus, fish, bats, dogs, cats, aliens. They're not sure where it came from, but I'm pretty sure it came from a lab.
2: In an article published Tuesday in the journal Bioscience, the scientists wrote that planet Earth is, quote, facing a climate emergency. They argued that population control was a necessary response to this emergency, writing quote, the world population must be stabilized and ideally gradually reduced.
0: So how are these scientists going to reduce population? And this is all for climate change? And the ones that they're going to target is the poor? And if you listen to my Generation Death podcast, kind of makes more sense. Abortion. Vaccines. They want us to kill ourselves. So when you see this more and more in the news, you really have to question and research it. And I encourage all of you to research it. The people deserve the truth, and the CDC and WHO are out of pocket. But you know who else is out of pocket? Donald Trump. Stop all imports from China. Stop all flights from China. Is so he afraid that it might hurt trade relations? Well, fuck them. We shouldn't be dealing with a communist country anyway. America first, Trump. Remember that. Well, now that Trump wants to end the war with the Taliban in Afghanistan, liberals are up in arms about it. And the reason why is because Trump wants to do it. This might be a shock to everybody, but I kinda understand what the liberals are saying. But I agree with them for different reasons. I think the only plus side to ending this war is actually burning down the non-sanctioned poppy fields, something the Taliban has been wanting to do, but the U.S. has been protecting it. And that's where the heroin epidemic came from. Someone is making money there. So on Friday, the Taliban and the U.S., along with Afghan government, agreed to a seven-day ceasefire. In that time, they're going to draw out a plan for a permanent ceasefire. Both sides agree that this will give the Taliban a legitimate place in the world. I'm going to repeat that. The Taliban, a legitimate place in the world, such as their own government. Granted, I do not like war, but really? You want the Taliban to have a legitimate place in the world and possibly run that country? During the ceasefire, the U.S. should gather intel, find out where they all are and carpet-bomb them right back to Pakistan, where the Taliban was formed. How can you reward a terrorist group that killed many, many Americans and their allies with any sort of peace? I am by no means a warmonger, but please, fuck the Taliban. Fuck Pakistan and fuck Saudi Arabia for funding 9-11. And shame on you President Trump for even thinking about this ceasefire. Yes, we want all our troops home, but we want a stable region and revenge for the brothers and sisters they killed. Never forget 9-11. Since the war started in Afghanistan, there's been 2,354 US casualties. This year alone there has been seven. All by the hands of the Taliban, the same group they want to have a truce with. Nobody remembers Syria. When Obama was aiding the rebels, they turned on us and gave everything to ISIS. More importantly, nobody remembers the fact that we aided the Taliban against Russia. And they teamed up with Al-Qaeda and turned against us. Now the Taliban will control that country, institute their own Sharia government, and we'll have problems with them later on. Exactly like what happened in Iraq. Obama handing over pallets of money to Iran was a fuckery. Trump shouldn't say much about that anymore because this will turn out to be a bigger fuckery. And when the Taliban turns against the U.S. in a few months, The Democrats will be able to run with that and use it against Trump during the elections. Since 1776, the US has been at war 95% of the time. War generates money, but I guarantee you if there was no oil resource in that country, we would let them starve to death. You see, Afghanistan has oil, gas, iron ore, gold, and copper. You never see us going to war in countries that doesn't have something that we can get in return. Making peace with them will not give us oil or other resources. They will want it for themselves. Bush learned that in Iraq. But the issue with this country is we forget history fast. And our generals are more political than our congressmen. This peace deal is as effective as asking a toddler not to cry anymore. It just don't work. And that's a bet. America
2: is running out of time. And this is our only chance to defeat Donald
0: Trump. I'm really not sure if that's gonna happen, Pete. Looking at the Democratic landscape, I do not see anyone defeating Donald Trump. This party is hurting itself more and more every single day. And if it continues, it will take you 12 years to see a Democrat president. Trump has helped the economy, but he's killed the little people that need help. And the Democrats need to focus more on that instead of the rhetoric of removing Trump from office. Show us your plans. What are your plans if you become president? Right now, you guys are just bitching back and forth, talking shit about Trump. I want to hear what your plan for America is. Realistic plans, too. I don't want to hear free college. I don't want to hear free health care, because we know that's impossible. And if that's what you're going to do, show us who's going to pay for it. I have no dog in this fight. I can't trust Trump. I can't trust the Democrats. And we'll never see an independent party member step up and get the recognition they deserve because this is a two-party system, believe it or not. Bernie's an independent, but runs as a Democrat. Go figure. Run as an independent have some balls, but no independent will because they want the super PAC money. Bernie doesn't deserve to be a president in the United States because he'd turn us into Venezuela in three months. But you know what pisses me off the most about this? Is the people out on the streets preaching. Can't name my first five presidents, but know everything about politics. Crying and crying that Trump is gonna make laws that are gonna change the country but have no idea that Trump doesn't make laws our legislative branch does. They believe our three branches of government is Democrat, Republican, and Kardashian. And each politician feeds into the stupidity of the American people, taking advantage of them every single day with dumb rhetoric that the people believe. One sentence headlines is what people believe in. They read it and go with it with no research. You know, because it has to be true because the media put it out, right? Just look up 1948 Public Law 80-402. It's basically authorization for propaganda. Now does that include today's media? They say no. The FCC runs the media. Pretty much state ran media. But I'll let you form your own opinion. And while you do that, research all the conservatives that were blacklisted online for bogus reasons. Google pretty much censored them just like Google does in China.
2: I think that allowing for the book being, after all, a parody, something like 1984 could actually happen. This is the direction the world is going in at the present time. In our world, there will be no emotions except fear, rage, triumph and self-abasement. The sex instinct will be eradicated. We shall abolish the orgasm. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you.